It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. For those that think the road was rough in 2020, brace for impact. The party hasn't even started yet. The whole of the human race is free-falling into completely uncharted territory. Consider this timeless quote from Henry David Thoreau, who said, The preachers and the lecturers deal with men of straw as they are men of straw themselves. A free-spoken man of sound lungs cannot draw a long breath without causing your rotten institutions to come toppling down by the vacuum he makes. Your church is a card house, and so it is true of the state as well. The church, the state, the school, the magazine think they are liberal and free. It is the freedom of a prison yard, end quote, from Henry David Thoreau from so long ago and timeless. With that in mind, listen carefully to this breaking headline report. Quote, the new domestic war on terror is coming. It's from multiple sources. From that report, the new war on terror, one that is domestic in name from the start and carries the explicit purpose of fighting, quote, extremists and, quote, domestic terrorists among American citizens on U.S. soil. This so-called war on terror presents the whole slew of historically familiar dangers when governments exploiting media-generated fear and dangers arm themselves with the power to control information. If Americans don't immediately wake up, to what's being carried out on countless fronts. Our days are numbered. Here's our trajectory. Soon, anyone that dares to even question official narratives will be labeled, quote, an extremist or a, quote, domestic terrorists. The brown shirts are coming. On the current course, our government will very soon resemble that which was featured in the film V for Vendetta. If you haven't seen that film, perhaps now is a good time to view it. What do all men with power want? More power. That quote is from the oracle in the film, The Matrix. I'll say this again, as I have so many times in the past. The controllers could not carry out the script without the active or passive support of the majority population. The controllers could not carry out the script without the full support of our military brothers and sisters, whom we desperately need to remember the oath they took to protect their citizens from all threats, foreign and domestic. I ask this of our military personnel and law enforcement. Remember your oaths, oaths that did not include playing the part of a mercenary force for the power structure against your own countrymen. Question, can Stockholm Syndrome and the conclusions of the Milgram experiments be broken? That is the pit that we are free-falling into. And for the record, that which is unfolding is not a matter of specific political stripes. It's not a matter of Democrat or Republican, not red or blue, not conservative or liberal. Those that are truly in control are not a part of any political faction. The political theater of the absurd is carefully crafted for the purpose of creating maximum polarization and thus division of the population. Distract, divide, and conquer. And all the while, the collapse of the planet's life support systems is accelerating by the day. Biosphere collapse is and always will be the bottom line. 
weather warfare, and all that it encompasses is further fueling the entire process. The objective of the script is easily deciphered, is very visible if the lens through which the world is viewed is kept clear. This is much easier said than done. Programming, preconceptions, biases, ideologies, all color the lens, tainting all that is viewed through the lens. On the film The Matrix, the character Morpheus asked this, Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? And Morpheus also said this in the film The Matrix. You have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Yes, many will fight to protect the very system that is determining their collective fate at blinding speed. From CV-19 to climate engineering, the gears are grinding forward. Again, it's imperative to remember, biosphere collapse is the bottom line. Our former reality is gone. It's not coming back. The card house stock market will soon enough topple along with the rest of industrialized, militarized society. Without a functional planet, without functional environments, the paradigm is over. And on the current course, mathematically speaking, without a complete change of direction, the human race will likely take down the entire web of life with them. The following headline is from the World Economic Forum. It was published this week. Climate change will be sudden and cataclysmic. We need to act fast. Many meanings in that last statement. From the report, tipping points could fundamentally disrupt the planet and produce abrupt change in the climate. I want to break this down point by point because there's no could, no may, no might. It's done. We're through the guardrail. The bottom of the canyon is the next destination. Will anyone survive that ride? Next point from this report. A mass methane release could put us on an irreversible path to full land ice melt, causing sea levels to rise by up to 30 meters. Well, that's a blatant inaccuracy in this report. It's not 30 meters. If all the ice melts, the full cryosphere, that's more than 70 meters. An inaccuracy in this report. And there is no could, may, might on the methane release. It's releasing. It's been releasing for decades. The Bermuda Triangle, ship sinkings, that's mass methane release from the seafloor. Formerly frozen methane deposits that are thawing because of the rapidly warming oceans. They release in entirety. It aerates the water like a bottle of champagne. Surface vessels have no buoyancy. They go to the bottom intact. That's what's happening. What happens to the methane once it reaches the surface of the sea? It rises into the atmosphere. It is rising. Methane is releasing from all over the globe. If you want to see how catastrophic these methane releases are, search Siberian methane craters. Please take the time to do that. You will be absolutely shocked at what you see. What looks like massive nuclear bomb craters from methane thawing and exploding out of the tundra. Same thing is happening on the sea floor. This is beyond cataclysmic. And this methane release, if it's a runaway scenario right now, and it appears that it very likely is, and climate engineering is making it worse, not better. The potential is here 
for this planet to resemble Venus by the end of the century if this process continues. Again, climate engineering and the attempt to mask this from the public for as long as possible and the attempt to use weather as a weapon all over the world to likely disperse biologicals. All of this in the insatiable quest for total power and control by the addicts for whom no level of either is enough. This is a death sentence for all of us. And the public must wake up now or we have no chance. This report continues. We must take immediate action to reduce global warming and build resilience with these tipping points in mind. Tipping points are past. We passed the point of no return over two decades ago, mathematically and statistically speaking. We are living in a total illusion. Again, the example I've given in the past is the human race is like the occupants of a motorhome that drives as far into the desert as they can until they run out of fuel. And they think that refrigerator full of food is going to save them. So they continue their personal pursuits of pleasure until that refrigerator is empty. And then what? And that's where we're at. That's exactly where we're at. Those that are complaining about the supply chain breakdowns now are going to be in for an incredibly rude awakening when the market shelves empty out of food. That's when the chaos and carnage really kicks off. That's when the law of the jungle prevails. And the, quote, immediate action that this report refers to isn't about reducing greenhouse gas emissions. It's about climate engineering to mask the problem, to keep business as usual until everything completely collapses, until there's nothing left. And that's what the climate conferences have been about all over the globe. Backdoor meetings with governments all colluding and cooperating on the climate engineering insanity with few exceptions because that's how the system works. That's why we're in this dark place. And the sad fact of the matter is the majority of first world populations even now are still unwilling to face the truth on the wider horizon of what is unfolding and why. Here's one more excerpt from this report. The speed and scale of the response to COVID-19 by governments, businesses, and individuals seems to provide hope that we can react to the climate change crisis in a similarly decisive manner. But history tells us that humans do not react to slow-moving and distant threats. Our evolution has selected the, quote, fight-or-flight instinct to deal with environmental change. So, rather like the metaphor of the frog in boiling water, we tend to react too little and too late to gradual change. That headline again from this report is titled, Climate Change Will Be Sudden and Cataclysmic. We Need to Act Fast. End of headline. Let's connect the puzzle pieces mentioned in this report. First, the quote, speed and scale of the response to CB19 by governments is in fact directly related to unfolding abrupt climate collapse, which this headline correctly states will be, quote, sudden and cataclysmic. The problem with the headline is the will be term. There is no will be. It's here, now. And the globally coordinated CV-19 scenario is the controller response. Some are beginning to see reality, thankfully. Some are seeing it clearly. They're clearing the lens through which they see the world. From the New York Post and numerous other sources, this headline, Kansas nurses refuse to give COVID-19 vaccines. From that report, Coffee County in Kansas has roughly 8,500 residents, but they won't be getting their COVID-19 shots from the county health department's four nurses. Department Chief Lindsay Payer and her staffers have opted out of giving the injections because they have doubts about the safety of the Moderna vaccine, which the county is offering, local TV station WIBW reported. 
Payer told WIBW that her employees made up their own minds and, quote, not without considerable thought, end quote. The county will hire at least one outside nurse who will be paid with COVID-19 funds. Always somebody willing to carry out the Milgram experiment, isn't there? As long as it provides a paycheck and pension or if somebody in authority or they who they perceive to be in authority tells them to do so. That's what the Milgram experiments are all about. If you don't know what those experiments were, please research that and consider the extremely alarming human characteristics that those experiments exposed. Next headline, this one from the Los Angeles Daily News.com. California calls for pause of 330,000 doses investigation after allergic reactions to Moderna vaccine. From that report, in the latest pitfall of California's COVID-19 vaccine rollout, the state's top epidemiologist recommended Sunday of last week that clinics put hundreds of thousands of doses on hold after a series of allergic reactions in Southern California. The report states an abnormally high number of people experienced anaphylactic shock, a severe allergic reaction that requires immediate medical attention after receiving a shot of the Moderna vaccine. Question, how many have taken the time to ponder the possibility of a vaccine passing on something that is itself infectious, something that could in turn be passed from person to person? Certainly it would seem prudent to read the manufacturer's warnings on the vaccinations. I'm just asking the question. It's up to the listeners to decide what the answer may be. Now consider this. CDC stops reporting on experimental COVID mRNA injection side effects. From that report, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, has just released its weekly morbidity and mortality report, the MMWR, And for the second week in a row, there is no new data on adverse reactions to the FDA emergency use authorization for COVID mRNA injections. The report then states, quote, injuries and deaths due to the experimental COVID injections are being reported in the U.S. and around the world. So why is the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, not examining these adverse side effects and reporting on them? Question mark. Certainly that question should be answered, shouldn't it? Next, from RT.com, quote, very high risk, end quote. The ECDC, that's the European Centers for Disease Control, urges tougher COVID-19 measures amid mutant strains from UK, Brazil, and South Africa. The report states, the ECDC urged member states to adopt tougher health measures to contain the spread of mutant strains and to strengthen case detention and contact tracing. The report then states, rather than relax restrictions such as lockdowns, governments should be ready to enforce even stricter measures, end quote. How convenient for those in control. Let's connect more dots. Keep track of these puzzle pieces as we go. Next headline from multiple sources, COVID-19, UK coronavirus variant more deadly than original. It's a brand new report. New CV-19 strains just keep popping up. Isn't that interesting? The fires just keep getting stoked. No matter how many measures are put in place, it's never enough, is it? The entire scenario would seem incredibly conducive to objectives that the controllers have discussed for many decades. Something to ponder. On the subject of the controllers and all the measures that are being pushed on populations. Let's take a moment to listen to a quick exchange between 
Bill Gates and a CBS News commentator. And what's even more alarming than the audio you will hear is if you could see the body language of Mr. Gates while he's stumbling through this exchange, it is incredibly alarming. Listen carefully. Side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So are these vaccines safe? Well, the, uh, the FDA not being pressured will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators uh, and their current guidance on this if they stick with that, is is very very appropriate, uh, and you know the, it, the 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 side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things there. They you know Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose, and so uh, you know to get the antibodies. Some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses to get. Uh, responses that are are pretty high, including the the J and J and the Pfizer, and so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that are bill, going out there. And yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, bill, the, the data show that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Again, that was a CBS News report, and if you could see the smirk. On the face of Bill Gates, as he sat there silently, unable to effectively answer that question, it is revealing beyond belief and alarming beyond belief. Mr. Bill Gates, because of his incredible wealth, with no credentials whatsoever, has in many ways become the world's health care practitioner, owning or being the majority contributor to the World Health Organization and controlling their policies and actions. Mr. Gates, with his programs around the world that have had absolutely cataclysmic results, vaccine programs, Africa, India, research this for yourself. And for those who think that this individual has your best interest in mind, I would suggest you seriously rethink your reality. Next headline from multiple sources, Joe Biden warns again of a dark winter and a winter of peril. How do they always know what's coming? Just like Fauci knew years in advance, just like Gates knew years in advance, these dots are not hard to connect. Consider this new headline, double masking, why two masks are the new masks. That's from the New York Times. We are truly living in a planetary asylum, and it's worse by the day. So now we're told double masking will save us. With that in mind, here's an update on the mask mandate in Shasta County. Again, the numbers keep climbing. Before the mask mandate, official infections hovered at about 30. Now, since the mask mandate, Shasta County officially has nearly 10,000 infections. That's over a 33,000% increase, 330 times more over that in official infections. And question, is that the definition of success? A 33,000% increase since the mask mandate went into effect. Decide for yourself. New from CNBC. Fauci states, new data shows COVID vaccines may be less effective against some strains. 
listeners can decide for themselves how much meaning is woven into that. And yes, the new strains keep popping up. And this trend will continue. And what has geoengineeringwatch.org said from the beginning of this entire scenario? That the CV-19 fires would be stoked as the controllers needed with ever more virulent strains. We have said that on the record again and again and again, because that's what the data indicated. Consider that we are told that the shot doesn't give immunity, the shot doesn't eliminate the virus, the shot doesn't prevent death, it doesn't guarantee you won't get it. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from passing it on. It doesn't eliminate the need for travel bans. It doesn't eliminate the need for business closures. It doesn't eliminate the need for lockdowns. It doesn't eliminate the need for masking. So what is the CB19 injection actually doing? What's it actually about? How many are willing to honestly consider where that road leads? Another headline from msn.com and other sources quote Fauci's back in the fold and will attend White House briefing today no surprise an excerpt from that report stated this the U.S. is by far the World Health Organization's largest donor it gives 237 million a year in fees and pledged an additional 635 million for special projects between 2018 and 2019 Bill Gates is a close a close second on the largest donor to the World Health Organization All roads lead to those who print and control the money for the moment. But the ultimate great reset is in the hands of nature. Those in control are subject to the same laws of nature. They will reap the same fate as the rest of us if we remain in the current course. Also from MSN.com. Biden to sign... 10 more orders and directives aimed at COVID-19 on first day. Again, all the actions of the controllers are in fast-forward mode because biosphere collapse has beat them to the intersection. And now they are more desperate than ever. Again, as we said at geoengineeringwatch.org, long before any of the current scenario began to unfold, that biosphere collapse would force the power structure to be more desperate and more dangerous than ever before. We said it over and over and over. And now we're there. The next headline is a confirmation of what I stated a moment ago. From multiple sources, Gates Foundation donations to World Health Organization nearly match those from the U.S. government. If that doesn't alarm you, it should. In both cases, government's contribution and Gates to an organization that does not exist for the greater good. Next headline from RT World News. Hacked emails allegedly detail how... EU drug regulator was pressured to approve Pfizer injection despite, quote, problems with the vaccine. End of headline. This fits into everything I've already covered. Please connect all these pieces to the puzzle to form a picture. Next headline, Microsoft, big tech coalition developing Rockefeller-funded COVID passports. From that report, a coalition of big tech companies, including Microsoft, is developing a COVID passport with the expectation that the digital document linked to vaccination status will be required to travel and get access to basic services. The report continues, the group is calling itself the Vaccination Credential Initiative. The U.S. health provider Mayo Clinic is also involved in the project, which is being described as, quote, the most significant vaccination effort in the history of the United States, end quote. 
The document will allow people to, quote, safely return to travel, work, school, and life. Really, in spite of everything that I just covered on the vaccinations and what they don't do, what we're told by official sources they don't do, and yet this claims that if you just simply go get your injection, everything will turn out fine and your life will go back to normal. If you believe that, please wake up. Please wake up. As I quoted the statements from Morpheus and the Matrix in the beginning of this broadcast, please consider that. The report continues with this. The Rockefeller Foundation has previously touted its plans for a COVID-19 data and commons digital platform, plans that likely existed long before this scenario even began to unfold. Coordination of such a massive program should be treated as a, quote, wartime effort, the foundation states on its website. It continues, vaccine passports may, quote, create a new distinction between individuals based on their health status, which can then be used to determine the degree of freedoms and rights they may enjoy, end quote. And even for those that understandably refuse the injection, there is no escape from what is being sprayed in disguise all over the world. The atmospheric aerosol dispersions are about much more than climate engineering alone. And never forget, ever, that the controllers could not carry out their draconian and diabolical agendas without the active or passive support of the majority population. If the current level of blind, unquestioning conformity coming from the majority population is any indication of where we're collectively headed, then we are doomed. In a moment, an avalanche of breaking frontline reports. But first, my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity, the tidal wave of insanity that we're all being swept away in. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It is our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 285, January 23rd, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS 1670 AM, 104.9 FM, and 105.7 FM, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 AM, Sunday mornings repeat time slot, KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. On the East Coast, 2 p.m. Wednesday afternoon Eastern Time, the PRN Radio Network also rebroadcasts this news hour. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County can pick up free geoengineeringwatch.org materials from the vitamin section at Orchard Nutrition. And again, as I stated on a previous broadcast, I have left dozens of commercial copies of the 9-11 Architects and Engineers for Truth DVD at Orchard Nutrition. You can pick up a free copy there. If you turn that on, I promise you, you will not turn it off. It will rock the foundation on which you have viewed the world. This should be seen by everyone who claims to be patriotic, must be deeply considered. This event that changed the course of the world, that was carried out by the same core of power that is currently pushing forward the scenario we find ourselves in. 
Jim Fair, G-E-M-F-A-I-R-E, staunch ally in the fight to expose and halt the climate engineering insanity. There's a geoengineeringwatch.org informational booth at all Jim Fair events. You can get free materials there. You can get into the event free. If you tell the ticket master you're there to pick up the geoengineeringwatch.org materials, Next, Jim Fair event, Santa Barbara, California, February 19th through the 20th, Earl Warren Showgrounds. If you're in that area, please pick up the materials you need to help wake those around you. And the printed materials are exponentially more effective than anything you can say verbally. We have 20-page fact and photo summary booklets. We have very informative, two-sided, color-glossy flyers. If you have these materials on hand, that is the best key to the door to wake those around you. Printed, compelling materials. A picture is worth a thousand words. Also, the new Geoengineering Watch online climate engineering Q&A session is posted at geoengineeringwatch.org. Installment number three is currently up. If you wish to submit a climate engineering related question, you can do so at the following link. Questions at geoengineeringwatch.org. Or you can go to the contact section on the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Moving on. Headlines. So much to cover. So much unfolding. Picking up momentum by the day. From Arch.com and numerous other sources, this. Consider this headline. Mainstream media didn't touch it in the U.S. A Peruvian court said in a ruling that the pandemic was created by Bill Gates, George Soros, and the Rockefeller family. Not my words, not my conclusions. The conclusion of a Peruvian court. About this recent headline report, many will try to claim that the World Health Organization already officially determined that CV-19 made the jump to humans because of bats. But peer-reviewed science study published in 2015 in the journal Nature and other sources proves otherwise. According to this science study, the one I just referred to, the gain-of-function characteristic that allowed the CV-19 pathogen to make the jump to humans was engineered in Chinese and U.S. labs with funding from Fauci's NIAID, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and the NIH. And about the World Health Organization denial, let's not forget, as I already covered in this broadcast, who owns the controlling interest in the World Health Organization? Bill Gates and the U.S. government. Let's also not forget, Fauci and Gates both knew the pandemic was coming years in advance. No surprise for any that were paying attention. There are so many breaking frontline headlines. I can't possibly cover them all, but... I want to dive into as many as I can. Listen carefully to each headline. You can search that headline online to learn more. I can't elaborate on each headline, but there's enough in each headline to point out what's unfolding, what sort of objectives are being carried out, and then you can search that exact headline title to learn more detail about that specific report. Let's start with this. The World Health Organization ready to speed up international certification of Russia's Sputnik V vaccine, official says. All of these new concoctions across the board being pushed by those in power. Next headline, mass inoculation of Russians against coronavirus to begin, already began, January 18th. That's from Society and Culture, the source. Next headline, Chinese top pharma companies apply to join World Health Organization's global COVID-19 vaccine distribution scheme. Again, remember and consider all major powers are colluding and cooperating on numerous fronts. The CV-19 scenario and climate engineering are core to this equation. And for the record, I'm not theorizing or hypothesizing or speculating. Geoengineeringwatch.org has many historical documents that prove this global cooperation, starting with 
an 800-page U.S. Senate document that proves global cooperation, that proves that everyone involved with these programs is given total blanket legal immunity for any carnage or catastrophe that these programs cause, just like the vaccine companies in the U.S., total blanket legal immunity. When will such facts sink into the public consciousness? Facts like that, that prove those in power are not here for the common good. They are not here to serve and protect populations. And the military is not here to protect freedom, democracy, and the population. They're being used as a mercenary force. And I pray that our military brothers and sisters wake up to that fact soon. We need them to wake up to that fact. Next headline. Hungary could return to, quote, normal life by summer if Chinese vaccine is approved. All of the vaccines now... All we're told are, quote, safe, effective, doesn't matter which one, reach into the, the bowl and, and grab one and you'll live happily ever after. The warp speed COVID concoction smorgasbord. We're truly living in an asylum. And so many accepting whatever they're told without due investigation. And that's not reasonable or rational. Next headline, Paraguay registers Russia's Sputnik V vaccine. Again, collusion and cooperation between governments all over the globe. Next headline, France backtracks on plans to install new COVID controls at UK border to deter mutant strain. Next headline, Poland becomes latest country to roll out vaccine passport. All of them in lockstep. Next headline, negative COVID-19 tests to become mandatory for Slovakians to go to work or visit countryside. Next headline, the Netherlands announces first curfew since World War II and 17-nation flight ban as COVID infections surge. Stoking the CV-19 fires is the catalyst by which all of these provisions can be carried out and implemented. Next headline, China builds massive COVID detention camp. Next headline, Paris hospital officials warn of tough months ahead, urge stronger measures to curb coronavirus. Again, as geoengineeringwatch.org has stated from the start of the CV-19 scenario, the fires will be stoked as the controllers choose. And this is just the beginning. An example from NBC News, quote, this is from last week, new virus strains emerge, states expand vaccine distribution. Another headline. Coronavirus variants are keeping scientists awake at night. That was from CNN. From NBCnews.com, this. Why are new coronavirus variants emerging in the U.S.? Question mark. Yes, why? Where are they all coming from? When have we ever seen such a scenario as this? And we're told that just grab any vaccine and it will work against any variant of this CV-19 scenario. Is that reasonable or rational? Just asking the question. Stop and think about that. For those who blindly trust the military-industrial complex, the medical-industrial complex, why would we do that? Why would we put such trust in those institutions that we know are again and again and again proven to be criminally corrupt from top to bottom? Why is such trust warranted? Answer, it's not. Next headline, multiple sources, listen carefully. COVID-19 variant discovered in LA, that's Los Angeles, might be vaccine resistant, researcher says. Not hearing much about that on mainstream media, though. 
Next headline, 40% of L.A. firefighters declined to show up for coronavirus vaccine. The awakening continues. Next headline, more, quote, super COVID variants are coming, scientists warn. How do they know? How do they always know? How did Fauci know years in advance, three years in advance, that there would be a, quote, surprise pandemic during this presidency? The answer to that question certainly isn't that big of a mystery, or it shouldn't be. When we know from peer-reviewed science study, as I just mentioned on this broadcast again, that the agency's Fauci directs funded the creation of this pathogen or the gain-of-function characteristic of this pathogen in 2015. That's peer-reviewed science study. It's not my opinion. Peer-reviewed science study. Consider that. Next headline. Also no surprise, given everything we've covered in this broadcast and so many other broadcasts. Here's the headline. New COVID-19 variant detected in Germany during outbreak at clinic in Bavaria. On that note, this headline. New CV-19 variant may be driving virus surge in California, study suggests. That's from the New York Times. It correlates with previous headlines. Next headline. Finland confirms 32 cases of side effects from Pfizer's COVID vaccine. I'll get to the latest breaking reports on unfolding biosphere collapse in a moment. But as I'm going through all these CV-19 headlines, please consider and understand the bottom line is biosphere collapse. That's what all this is about. That's what all of it connects to. And you must always keep that in mind. It's not about profit. Those who print the money can print whatever they want for whatever they want. They always have. This is much, much, much bigger than profit. Are there disaster capitalists involved in all this? Yes. The example I've given in the past, and it fits, and I'm going to repeat it now. It's like pirates filling their pockets with loot on the deck of a sinking ship. It will do them no good, but there are always those that don't understand that, that don't contemplate that because they can't seem to see the water coming over the deck of the ship. Their greed is too overwhelming for them. And yes, there's plenty of disaster capitalists involved with this and climate engineering, weather trading derivatives, those that are capitalizing off the weather cataclysms all over the globe. But at the very top, it is not about profit. Those who print the money don't need profit. They create whatever they want out of thin air. It's about a planet that will soon no longer support life on the current course. That's what it's about. More headlines. About 100 people report side effects after Pfizer vaccine shots in Netherlands, report suggests. Next headline. Quote, we see nothing alarming, end quote, says Norwegian drugs regulator after 13 deaths linked to Pfizer vaccine. That's from RT World News. Next headline. Chinese experts urge for halt in use of mRNA vaccines following deaths in Norway, report says. That's from multiple sources as well. Next headline, Chinese scientists and military warn coronavirus death toll could be more than double by March. Doesn't that sound eerily parallel to the new U.S. president's warning that I just covered on this broadcast? Next headline, U.S. and U.K. media silent on Pfizer vaccine after 23 Norwegian deaths. Next headline, Como launches mass vaccine experiment on 1.4 million elders over the age of 75. Next headline, quote, unacceptable, say six EU countries who urge block to address Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine delays as Canada also flags supply issues. So we have governments pushing as hard as they can to increase the flow of vaccinations to populations that increasingly don't want them, from firefighters to healthcare providers in retirement homes and hospitals. And this is not my conclusion. 
This is what the frontline reports are stating loudly and clearly. Next headline, World Health Organization calls into question ability of PCR tests to detect COVID-19. Lots of data on that. Countless false positives because of the amount of cycles that test runs. If you don't understand that test and the ramifications from the false positives, please do the research on that. Next headline, air travelers to U.S. must show negative coronavirus tests, CDC says. That's from CNN. Next headline, Microsoft Big Tech Coalition developing Rockefeller-funded COVID passports. Went over that earlier in this broadcast. Next headline, are you ready for the, quote, vaccination credential initiative, end quote. Big health and big tech join forces to keep you safe, along the same theme as I, as I covered earlier. Next headline, healthcare workers in India sign consent forms in case of side effects for CV-19 vaccination. None of these companies want liability for what their concoctions are already creating. Next headline, more highly transmissible variants of virus detected in 10 U.S. states. That's from the CDC. Next headline, UK to close all travel corridors to curb new COVID variants popping up everywhere. And we're to, honestly, we're expected to believe that this vast array of COVID-19 concoctions from countries all over the world and many U.S. pharmaceutical companies that any one of them will take care of any of these viruses. Does that fit with any science that we've ever been told? How could that possibly be? I'm simply asking people to stop and think about the scenario that's unfolding. Next headline, new contagious coronavirus variant could worsen pandemic, CDC warns. Again, this is the programming of the population, just like the programming from Fauci, that we should expect this, expect a surprise pandemic, expect more pandemics, expect more variants. And somehow, for many, this pacifies them into not questioning what's unfolding because they were told it was coming. And the response should be the opposite of that. The response should be, how did those in power know this? And I think the answer to that question is clear at this point. Another headline, with new more contagious coronavirus strain in Louisiana, experts warn infection risk is higher. Next headline, Duke, Harvard, and Johns Hopkins experts say, quote, COVID lockdowns will cause 1 million excess deaths. So many ramifications that aren't being discussed about the protocols that are being carried out in populations. Next headline, why hardly anyone trusts the virus, quote, experts. Forgive me for stopping here for just a moment, but how many times on this broadcast have I stated this? We're told, trained, taught, programmed to trust the, quote, experts in the medical industrial field and the so-called climate experts. We're told to trust experts that are paid for by companies that create a complete conflict of interest in their opinion. Which experts are we to trust? The experts that are paid for by who? With agendas that are being given to them by who? We're told by the so-called climate experts that climate engineering would look exactly like what we see in the skies with the exact materials falling on us from heavy metals to polymers and biologicals that we have yet to identify. But that's not really what we're seeing. And we're told by the so-called medical experts that these vaccines are safe and effective, but they insist on total blanket immunity for any and all death and injury their products cause. Can't we see through that complete conflict of interest at this point? What will it take? The, quote, experts in so many cases cannot be trusted at all. They are simply paid liars, paid by those in power. The population must wake up to this soon on countless fronts or we are done. Next headline. 
Iran in talks with Russia, China, India on potential procurement of COVID-19 vaccines. Even Iran, that's been demonized over and over and over, their government also knows they can no longer support their population. And that's what this comes down to. The planet's waning life support systems cannot support the population any longer. And that is the fact of the matter. That's a mathematical, statistical, inarguable fact. And that does not justify what those in power are doing. Who gave them the right to choose who lives or who dies? But the population must wake up, must face facts, or this current trajectory will continue. And it leads to a very dark place for all of us. Not just us, but all the innocents in the environment. All the entirety of the web of life that does not deserve what's happening. What the human race has done to it. And I I grieve when I walk through the now definitely silent forests that was thriving only 15 years ago. I grieve for the, what I consider sentient beings, the trees that are dying everywhere. No sounds, no insects to be seen. Last week I turned over about 80 large boulders in the forest and I found one beetle, one. Under all those rocks, one beetle. And I escorted him to a safe place as the sole survivor to however many thousands that there were at one point not so long ago. And when... I managed to take these short sabbaticals to monitor the die-off of the forest. There is one sound I can hear. It's the jet aircraft flying overhead, spewing their toxic filth into the skies. And that's exactly what it is, and our lab tests prove this. And it is so intolerable to me to live under this toxic canopy and seeing everything in the forest die off that the only thing I can think of after a short sabbatical into the forest is getting back to my workstation and engaging in this fight until my absolute last breath. While there's anything left alive in that forest, we have an obligation to fight for it, to fight for its survival. The web of life has no voice except for us. And if the human race is so bent on exterminating itself, the web of life does not deserve this. And there are many good people out there, and I'm I'm very fortunate to have crossed paths because of this battle with countless exceptional human beings that are completely dedicated to this all-important battle to salvage what yet remains of Earth's life support systems of the web of life on which our lives completely depend. Final headline on the CV-19 scenario that I want to get to biosphere collapse. Here's the headline and think about this deeply. Here it is. Is the next devastating pandemic lurking just around the corner? Question mark. Yes. They will certainly continue to stoke these fires as much as they feel they need to. Biosphere collapse is not going away. You can't just shut it off. Those in power in countries all over the world are behaving exactly like we would expect them to behave with total desperation, increasingly transparent desperation. About biosphere collapse, from Bloomberg.com last week, Biden and the Pentagon can declare war on, quote, climate change. From that report, The deterioration of the climate is real and will cause the U.S. significant security concerns. Let's stop right there. It's not just security concerns. Those in power understand. On the current course, the planet will soon not support life. It's not off in the horizon. We've lost 80 to 90 percent of Earth's insect populations. We've lost 90 plus percent of Earth's pelagic fish populations. That's the food fish. Bluefin tuna down 98 percent. On the current trajectory, we face zero hour for Wildlife on planet Earth doesn't mean nothing exists, but it means that the wildlife populations are functionally extinct. In 2026, on the current trajectory, we faced 
probable total ozone layer collapse by the end of this decade, if not sooner, mathematically about 2026 on the current course, converging cataclysms from every direction. And we have these types of articles that claim it's just some sort of security concern, inconvenience. No, it's an existential threat. Those in power know it. They know the planet can't support the populations. They're not about to let go of their power. They're not about to include the public in any decisions they make. They never have. Not from nuclear detonations to fluoridation of water to the toxic filth they spew into the sky. The public is not a part of their decision-making process. They do whatever they want because they can, because the public has allowed them to do so. So far, so far, but we have seen the enemy and he is us. The military is us. We are them. It's our brothers and sisters. Law enforcement are us. We are them. I know many honorable military members, many honorable law enforcement members, and I'm grateful to all of them, but I'm asking them to question everything they've been told. We are swimming in a sea of lies and those who control the current paradigm are not interested in the welfare of populations. Again, governments all over the globe know that the planet can no longer sustain the populations. This report continues, the Pentagon, so often the source of new technologies that change the world, that's an understatement, just look up and see the climate engineering aircraft, has a chance to demonstrate that one of the largest organizations on Earth in terms of personnel, budget, installations, and logistics, and and includes the largest single-source polluter on the planet, can go green. Really, the U.S. military is going to go green. What an oxymoron that is. Climate czar Kerry, John Kerry, will find a willing partner in the Department of Defense. Think John Kerry is interested in the public well-being? Question, is it even remotely rational to believe that global governments would ask our permission before launching irreversible climate engineering operations that they believed were needed in order for them to retain their stranglehold on hegemonic power? In their words, full-spectrum dominance. Did governments again ask our permission before they detonated 2,000 nuclear bombs all over the planet? And even in the atmosphere, the damage and contamination from which is still manifesting? Did the U.S. government and U.S. military ask permission of innocent U.S. civilians before carrying out literally hundreds of open-air biological tests on U.S. soil? Of course not. And these tests were a matter of historical record. I'm almost out of time in this on-air broadcast, and there was a long list of biosphere collapse, climate engineering related reports I wanted to get to. I'll try to cover them next week. So I'm going to summarize. Here is the bottom line. We are in a runaway climate collapse scenario right now. CV-19 and everything that relates to it is a response to that scenario. One of the most powerful tools in the toolbox for the climate engineers is chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. With this process, they can seed cloud moisture with endothermic reacting elements, highly toxic elements that create a cold, dense layer of air that descends to the surface. It's an increasingly unnatural feeling surface cold, radically cold temperatures showing up in places like Saudi Arabia, Siberia, over 71 degrees below zero last week, regions that were 100 degrees above zero last summer. The environment can't take this kind of weather whiplash chemical cool down. This is not nature cooling these regions down. It is climate engineering and chemical ice nucleation. Please, please, Search the engineering winter section at geoengineeringwatch.org. You will see data, facts, and photographs that will shock you to the core. Photographs of what chemical ice nucleation can do. Shocking photographs. Ice balls on the shores of water bodies all over the globe. Perfectly spherical 75-pound ice balls. And, and in other regions that are being 
hammered with unprecedented ice storms because these elements are hitting the ground as liquid precipitation before they set up as ice. And this is why we have now the, quote, warm side of the winter storm and the cold side. This is total insanity, completely absurd. And we have these so-called weather forecasters literally reading a script, literally lying and stating whatever they're told to state. We have sea surface ice nucleating occurring in the Arctic to try to mask the severity of polar meltdown and in doing so making the process worse, not better. When you cap a an ocean that's already too warm with chemical ice nucleating elements, the heat in that ocean cannot escape. That's further thawing formerly frozen methane on the seafloor and further accelerating our common demise. There is no benevolence in the climate engineering insanity, none whatsoever, and all of these elements are connected. Climate engineering, the CV-19 scenario, all of it completely connected, and governments around the world colluding and cooperating on the same. If we can expose the climate engineering insanity, if we can fully expose it, and populations all over the world understand what their governments have done to them without their knowledge or consent, and then they begin to understand what other experiments are being carried out on them without their knowledge and consent of what those experiments actually are or are actually about. If we can accomplish this, if we can reach a critical mass of awareness, that would change the composition of what we collectively face. We are going to hit the wall, make no mistake about that. That's a given. But if we can wake populations in time before the power structure is ready for that to happen and populations take to the streets with their proverbial pitchforks and torches and seek all those who have participated in this insanity, either actively or passively, and hold them legally and morally accountable, we could change the flavor of what we face. We could possibly yet salvage some part of Earth's remaining life support systems. Again, biosphere collapse is the bottom line. CV-19, the entire scenario, is a power structure response to that. I encourage anyone who cares about making a difference, go to geoengineeringwatch.org, search the activist suggestions link on the homepage and find out how you can help more. Reaching a critical mass of awareness in the population is the first and most important leap in the right direction we can collectively make and we must make it soon or we will have nothing left to salvage. Each of us, and more importantly, all of us collectively, hold immensely more power in this equation than we would ever imagine possible. Those in power are not gods. And the only power they do have is because too many in the population are either actively or passively supporting their insanity. That trajectory must change. Again, please go to the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn how you can help to turn the tide. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org.